Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, I'm Flint Dilly, and you're listening to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Buddy, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast thing going on. I am Ray Stacanus. 42 minutes, 15 seconds. Is that how long we've been talking before we started recording today? <laughs> oh, my God. If you people could you hear. No, you don't want to hear it. You don't want to. Go on before we start. <laughs> I just, I, at some point, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit record because we're probably going to start real soon. <laughs> And then, you know, it just, it just goes. just goes. It just starts spiraling terribly out yeah. of control. <laughs> I had time to go out and, like, make some tea, go get a cough drop, just, you know. You I could have literally gone for Masubi, I eaten it, and been back, and yeah. still had two minutes to yeah. go could've, before we started recording. Driven to Burbank. P- killed the pig. <laughs> killed the pig to make the Masubi. <laughs> uh, who are you? I'm Robert Chan. Thank you. I'm Gina Ippolito. And we are talking about G.I. Joe. This is Knowing Us Half the Podcast, in case you didn't know. But how would you not know at this point, right? Did this random MP3 just show up on a shared file computer or something? You never know. I mean, I hope it does, I mean, because that'd the, be awesome. In the future, that's probably how things work. Oh, my goodness. Are we living in the future, Chan? The future. Oh, hell yeah, we are. Look at that right over there. You see what that is? That's, that's a 40-pound bag of kitty litter that we ordered yesterday on Amazon. <laughs> we just, on a Sunday, we ordered it, and boom. Monday morning shows up right at our You're doorstep. Right. He's Didn't right. have to carry it or nothing. It's two stories up. Didn't even have to. I was just going to drag it over to the kitty litter box and dump it in. Sometimes That's you get magic. that crap the same day now. It's future Sometimes magic. Sometimes you get that crap the same yeah. day. I yeah. just appreciate would have had to pay $4 to get it delivered same day. And we really didn't need it on a Sunday. <laughs> I was not about to. I just like that we live in the future where there's a sticker marked heavy. It like, is heavy. You couldn't try to yeah, lift it and wouldn't know. I can know. barely lift those 12-pound boxes of kitty litter. I tell you what, I did not pick that up off the ground. <laughs> Someone got it up there, and I just dragged it six feet over to the left. <laughs> well, that's very exciting stuff. Uh, we're talking <laughs> about episode 40 today, guys. It's called An Eye for an Eye. Uh, so who, who wrote this one again? Song. It's by Steve yeah. Mitchell and Barbara Perry. Mm-hmm. So who, what do we know about Steve Mitchell and Barbara Perry? Uh, Steve Mitchell is... Uh, I feel like we've heard that name before. Uh, here's the thing I'm going to look up Steve Mitchell and find out that there's a thousand of them on IMDB oh that's a good point isn't it? Um, Steve oh, yeah. Mitchell's a very white name uh, 
Well, that's good. Sorry, this is, white guy. This is a very white episode, so it makes it a is. lot of sense. By golly, it really is. Uh, Steve Mitchell is a guy who also wrote. Uh, he wrote an episode of Transformers. He wrote um, the Fun House. So, oh, oh, I like that episode a lot. Me too. Uh, wrote an episode of Jim. Wrote for uh, Pacific Blue. And Pacific Blue, the bike in the cop nineties. Is that what that Show? was? It sounds yeah. kind of familiar. Oh, I think yeah. that had the guy from Saved by the uh, Saved by the Bell to have Mario Lopez on it. Maybe at some oh. point. I think it also had uh, um, Trey, the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two. Sure. Trey, no, no, no. His wife, <laughs> Sh- Shanna <laughs> Mokler. No, because they had like a reality show where they were married for a little while, and I all saying. I remember is they kept showing like this clip of her on, on a Pacific co- Blue. On a, yeah, like if that was the same show where they're cops on bikes, you know what? And I'm it was her. Yes. It was her signing to like a perp, and to- it's like my mother was deaf, and she's signing, and they kept, they show it at the beginning oh of every God. one of those reality shows. Well, here's the deal: if it was about cops on bikes, there is only one show, and it is Pacific Blue. So well, yeah, well. he also wrote Chopping Mall. Oh, I love that movie okay. so much. Yeah. Guys, spoiler alert, though, this episode of G.I. Joe is terrible. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> uh, we were kind of looking at each other right as we were about to get started, and we were like, so what did you guys oh, think wait, of this episode? Oh, wait, is it Barbara Perry or Barbara Petty? It's Barbara Petty. Okay. She also... Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they. I guess they co-wrote all of these episodes. Oh, okay. Oh, also, Funhouse. Okay. Also, the Rotten Egg, which we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, also, an episode of Transformers. Um, she wrote what a few about episodes of My Little Pony and Friends. Oh, okay. No Chopping Mall. Uh, but also, it looks like she kind of kind of stopped there. Uh, she did. She did some of the. Uh, she was been like a staff writer for uh, Sunbow. And Very then, cool. Uh, yeah. Into it. Well, they could have done a better job. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> an eye for an eye. Man, they may be on our show someday, yeah. so show a little respect. <laughs> well, bless them. I think the Fun House is one of my top five favorite G.I. Joe episodes. Yeah, good job on the Fun House, guys. So, <laughs> I, you know, listen, guys. I When I did sketch comedy for a long time, um, uh, I had some misses, too. Yeah. <laughs> and this one and was, they're all online. You can see them. <laughs> this was kind of weird because it felt like the theme was... Um, let the military do their job. Yep. But it also kind of felt like the theme was if you're like uh if you're a white dude and you really want something, just go out and do it. Yes. You'll be able to you'll be able to do it. But, and then at the end of it, it's like the 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 family was like, What we weren't even hurt that bad. He was like, Yeah, but I wanted to. You're not wrong. <laughs> What, are you t- um, what is the message you're trying to convey here? Because none of it, it's just no, a big slurry of This it. was a trope of the 80s. You see it in a lot of action movies, right? Of right. The, uh, the the regular people can't get it done. So it's like the average Joe who has to step up and defeat the bad guy the organization. Thing. For example, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like a very big trope of this time period that we don't see anymore. Sure. Usually we want our people to be a big super spy or be a superhero. But back in the 80s, it was a little more every man coming well, forward. Well, no, it was no. kind of the 70s. You don't think? And then by the 80s, it became Fair enough. Uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I was I was going to say we still do the thing where it's it's people want the every man to, to <coughs> die hard. <laughs> yeah, he, he or was at least or, a cop. Yeah, but like the, the dude cop. in this is is um, is in the military. Or think of something like Taken, where he's like retired. Sure, no, I he's a computer true. programmer. In what the the guy this in this guy, episode, he was oh. not in the military Wait, at all. I he thought, owns a computer company of some sort. But he said something like, "This is worse than basic training." So he probably yeah he. He was one of those guys who went to basic training, like maybe was in the military for a year or two, dropped, uh, and what, left, and then uh, started a business. Don't we see him with medals on his thing no, at some point? That was a costume. That was a costume because he was he was dressed as a general. Well, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get okay, there. Okay. So let's just open it up here. We're on a snow road, 
And uh, immediately my eyes are taken to Gina's uh, big time man crush, Snow Job. Mm-hmm. Oh, They're yeah. a, a snow road. It's time for a snow job. Yep. Uh, Bazooka and Alpine just have a wonderful back and forth together where he's trying to figure out because Bazooka says, makes me miss home. And as we know, Gina, he's from the. You just watched the episode where he says he's from. Louisiana. Minnesota. Minnesota, (laughs) Which we did a full Know Your Joe on this, Gina. Guys, I was too focused on the the line where he says, give me a hot, steamy jungle anytime. Oh, that's pretty good right there. I just don't know. Sounds like a sex act. Ricondo likes likes the hirsute ladies, yes. Yeah, but I just appreciate that Alpine, he says, it makes me miss my home, all these mountains. And then Alpine says, where are you from? South Florida? I thought that was kind of rad. I was Uh, (laughs) I heard tall pines, and I was like, Oh, snow jobs into dudes. And it's like rugged peaks. And I'm like, oh, uh, those may be boobies, but actually that might also be butts. Like really. There's a lot of like s- of things that could be construed as sexual innuendos really early on in this. You found this. Could you have a, some examples well, of such? Well, the first thing was the give me a hot steamy jungle anytime. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then there was a, a, a line coming up where I forget exactly who it is. Someone I believe said, I know who you're going uh, about to say, and let me see if I can uh, find it real quick. Hang on, I'm gonna ram it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay. It's no Duke saying I'm gonna shove this hot lead down your throat or whatever it was in Bazooka I mean, Saw a Sea just Serpent. Just that but. as a as, and then also there's 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 one at, right after that that says, "Well, fellow, this is where I get off." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That w- that was a weird one because it's just Lady J is like. I'm going to leave the vehicle right now while it's fully in motion. Yeah. Um, so I can throw javelins at high flying airplanes. But those were all that's what you do. those were all in the does. first less than four minutes of the episode. Oh, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is immediate in the mm-hmm. episode. So uh, how yeah. about the polar troops showing up? And so they start blowing up the snowcats and the first snowcat gets blown up. And nobody ejects from it. And Ew. it's sort of there on fire, dead. And, and this, yeah. And then. We have Flint saying, I'm going to ram it. I'm going to ram it. So yeah. anybody trapped inside just got crushed. If they did not die in the initial uh, uh, gutting down of it, <laughs> then yeah, him fucking plowing through it. A second snowcat blows up. We see everybody get out of it. <laughs> Nobody got out of that first yep. one. I, I put, put this on the list. Confirm kill. Confirm kill. Confirm <laughs> kill on G.I. Joe. Probably at least three people. Two people, maybe three. Mm-hmm. About five minutes into this episode, I wrote, wait, what's the plot of this episode? Don't worry about that. Because we have no we idea. We completely leave that fusion jet behind it is it is just there's nothing it 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 it's an episode that seems like it started in the last five minutes of an episode right <laughs> because well, it just starts off with a battle and i'm like wait who's what's uh, what? pick up the action you know we, we could fill in the exposition as we go we only got 21 in minutes media res i believe if you go to any uh, uh screenwriting class they will tell you to begin your action in media res mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like to save the cat you guys <laughs> well uh, uh there's an airplane story by robert mckee <laughs> airplane <laughs> under a tarp and it's the fusion engine that they're after and i'm thinking to myself like if you're trying to disguise it why do you have the tarp pulled so tight it's very clearly an airplane it can't be anything else part of me was thinking like oh they're going to be very smart they've got an obvious looking airplane under a tarp but the airplane isn't going to be under there it's going to be like a wire structure yeah. of an airplane mm-hmm. but no it's the actual also, airplane just take meet- the fucking engine out of the plane <laughs> don't worry That's about the that. only important thing about <laughs> it what is wrong with you people what a, and and miss out on such wonderful animation get out of here <laughs> i mean i'm i've obviously it was it was drawn that way so that a kid would be like oh plane i get it there's an airplane uh, under there yeah cuz if you just <laughs> if you just have an engine it's like what the fuck is that a cigar 
I'm not impressed. <laughs> Why are you moving around a cigar? A giant cigar, Chan. It would be very impressive. A giant cigar and a flat um, Which we cut to the cabin in the woods of... Now, did you guys pick up on this? The mom, and this is going to be my superpower, guaranteed. <laughs> she reaches into the oven and pulls out the tray of cookies with, from the oven with no gloves on whatsoever. Really? She I, didn't have a towel? I, I did didn't know notice that. She just reaches in, grabs it, and goes, I got cookies. No pain, no shrieks of... Dis- I did nothing. not notice that. This mom is a freaking superhero. <laughs> <laughs> undercover and that's why she's living in a remote mountain cabin yeah uh, this everything about this is strange quick question though it like like your um the superpower is uh the ability to not feel heat or specifically to pull <laughs> cookie, cookie pans pan. out of the oven With i think cookies on them i think she's like a human torch kind of a thing where <laughs> she can just like make her hands so hot that it doesn't even bother her so mm-hmm. she doesn't feel heat mm-hmm. anymore right but does it only work for like baked goods is what i'm asking <laughs> i would say no because she does live in the snow but that's why ray would use it that's why the only, only reason i would use it goods. are you kidding me right you're now you're invulnerable sir, mr stacanus what are you going to do with your powers <laughs> make cookies i mean like cup cakes like uh, bun cakes whatever man whatever just comes to my mind maybe some chews (laughs) chews some chews that's like a chewy cookie like a like a charleston chew would be right but i've never heard of a cookie that's that a chew like a molasses chew for example is that a thing that people from the east are are into much like this episode more like a southern thing much like this episode chan it's a white person thing you wouldn't understand (laughs) I've never gone to a fucking supermarket and seen chew cookies. <laughs> I've seen soft cookies. Yeah. I've seen some fucking eel fudge, like like soft, but no. no these Go- Google molasses chews, because I'm pretty you. sure it's a thing, but it might be a candy as opposed to a cookie. See, See, if it you could be a, a combo candy, platter of the two. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a, if cookie. It's a cookie. I don't know. Listen, guys. Audience weigh in on this. Listen, white people out there. Oh, I'm sure you distracted. have opinions. I feel like we may have been off track of the well, story. Did you like the mother making like uh, raising her children into the Hunger Games? First one to clean yeah. your hands gets a cookie. There's a lot of bad thing, bad mothering going on here. <laughs> what? Like the immediate follow up to this is when her son is outside and it's like, whoa, lots of explosions and gunfire and things like that. I'm just going to stand here. And she comes out and she's like, oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> well, oh, no. my five-year-old son who's watching a battle happen. Watching she realizes die. there's a problem. She, she's baffled, as we would be, if you turned around right now and looked outside uh-huh. and there was a dog fight going on between a Sky Striker and a Cobra Fang, you'd be like, uh, well, Oh wh- uh, what no! Is, I feel I like the even, first thing you what? do is Aww. shield your child from it in case a bloody torso flies from they're that far- wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're a they're far away from it. B they're parachutes. There are no bloody torsos I, heading I, anybody's I way. I still would probably like get him inside because there might be a stray laser bullet. For the record, we have had confirmed kills in this battle already. <laughs> this, is this is fair. So, I'm just saying there's a lot of things no. that could go wrong. That I understand, though. I understand that she's just like, what is this? This yeah. is ridiculous. We're in the friggin' mountains. It's not even like, you know, uh, we're in a... This is why uh, you are not a parent. This is what separates you from other parents. Because <laughs> parents would be like, oh, my God, get my child to safety. Chan would be like, hang on, hang on. Let's see what's up here. Here's the thing. I'm, pu- I'm going to pull back my support in just a moment because shit goes down. And she's like, <laughs> oh, thank God I'm safe. Uh, oh, yeah. And it takes the and boy to be like, it. don't I have a sister or something? That's why you have two yeah. kids, Chan. Yeah. You only can rescue one from the house. And then also, once again, 
like bazooka just keeps getting handed small children just handed yeah like every anytime there is a small vulnerable child someone is like here bazooka see here's the thing though i i I thought about that it was as, as it was happening as lady j was running back in and i realized wait a minute he's holding two bodies one of them's the fucking mother. Yeah, he's he's a, he's, he's a beast. impressively strong. Also, other bad mothering weird. She thing. She wouldn't need is that, to be. Yeah, once once the daughter is out, the mom doesn't run up to her and say like, "Oh my god, thank God, I I just totally forgot about you." She's very narcissistic. She, she stays away. Yeah. It takes Lady J to be like, "Why are you crying?" And then now <laughs> this girl is going to grow up thinking that because her line is a. Uh, Something about like oh I was I was I'm oh, sorry hold on. I got it I oh, yeah. got it let me see if I can find this uh... <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry about what sweetheart <laughs> I was eating all the cookies bad parenting so now this girl is gonna grow up thinking that if you if you sneak too many cookies <laughs> yeah. it equals death from above you know what though your Good. entire house yeah. burns down yeah. this kid learned morals the hard way and I'm yeah. in favor of it back Cheers. in my day. <laughs> Uh, she's have a lot of bad issues with food later on. Let me no. tell you about All millennials real quick. She's gonna, I'm tired of them getting coddled. She's going to grow up to be Tipper Gore. It's like, <laughs> nobody gets cookies. Nobody does anything wrong. <laughs> Chop hands off. Kids today get participation trophies. In my day, if you snuck too many cookies, your house burned down. <laughs> and I learned. That was the last time this little girl will ever enjoy cookies. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. really psychologically, would you like a cookie? No! Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, we learned a little thing about Alpine. His mom died in 1957. His great-great-grandmother. Was it his great-great-grandmother? I went back the second time because that seemed weird. I was doing the math. I was like, wait a minute. <gasps> Does, did, did his mother die in childbirth or something like that? Because he can't be much higher than 30. Right, right. And this would have been 30 years old at this point or 28 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, he, he does said, he say great grandmother? Because yeah. I heard mother and I went, geez. He kind of garbles it, and so I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, and I just it just, it does just kill me to, to the earlier point. I just have written down here, gee, mom, look at that. Isn't that neat? No, <laughs> no, it's not neat at all. Yeah. We moved up to this wilderness to get away from terrorists and war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although thinking about it now, uh, the dude who paid for this house probably is, uh, is a super rich guy, and sure. it's a really secluded area. Uh, I think he may be a survivalist. Oh. Uh, and that's not good. All I have that's to say good. is, in a second, I'm going to tell you why I think he's a terrible father as well. Well, my first <laughs> thought, his name is Charles Fairmont. He's the father. He sees them in the hospital. Yeah. And he doesn't want to talk to Flint or Lady J. He's like, are you a doctor? Well, actually, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Did I stutter? Are you a doctor? And I'm like, okay, dick. That doctor He's cute, a dick. Cute doctor, by the way. Cute oh, yeah. doc, Cute. Because yeah. he looks like he should be a member of the Joe team. He looks like a snow jobby type. Yeah. Kind of like he's pretty burly like, for a doctor. Uh, uh, and the man is Char- Charles Fairmont, if I didn't say the name out loud yeah, already. Charles and or Charlie, depending on who you're talking depending to. Depending how familiar he um, gets. But uh, he, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we, uh, it was weird that he said Soldier Boy. I'm like... Oh, this is one of those things where, like, in the 80s, he was like, hey, you faggot, you don't like the <laughs> army, fuck you, you fucking queer ass. Um, but it was reversed? But then it turns out, uh, and so, so you know, um, yeah, he's he's like some sort of uh, uh, peacenik or whatever, but then it turns out he was actually in the army, so him saying soldier boy is, like, kind of weird. Maybe he had a bad experience in the military, and now he kind of has a grudge Wait, against all military. Wait, the guy military. that you just told me wasn't in the military? Well, he said he went to basic training, but yeah. when right. he had the general outfit, he had stolen oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying he does have some 
Like this is similar to a movie where it's like, oh yeah, here's a here's an everyman, but he used to do this thing. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a like a uh, f- uh, first blood kind of thing where? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you, or you, Die Hard is a good. Well, example. Die Hard would be the perfect example. Yeah. And maybe this is just Die Hard. The I mean, this probably came out first though, didn't it? No, Die Hard came out before this. 1984. Yeah, right. Year before. So, uh, it's it in may, the zeitgeist. It's in the world. Yeah. And so my whole thought is here is he's going to literally fight Cobra by himself. Does that define white male privilege right there? Well, that he just thinks that's a, a thing he can do? His yeah. reaction. So this is what happens. He's told like, okay, your family is fine. Your daughter's got a little smoke inhalation. Your son, right. blah, blah, blah. Concussion on the wife. His instant reaction is not, oh, let me see them. It's, all right, tell them hi. I'm going to go kill some guys. I've got the exact <laughs> vengeance. Yeah, yeah, like also terrible parenting. Like go say uh, go say hi to your, your wife and kids. Yeah. Also, maybe oh, yeah. discuss this with your wife. Also a good idea. Doesn't like, it? Go, you're right, though. Go and be like, you're, you're supposed to be a partnership. So go and be like, hey, honey, uh, I kind of want to kill Cobra Commander. What do you think about that? Let's discuss. Here's the thing. He's five a, point plan. He's I'm not C- liking this guy. CEO slash entrepreneur type. He's probably used to like I'm making a bold decision right now, yep. and don't nobody get in my way. I'd divorce him if I were the wife. I would be like, you know what? You're not going to make crazy decisions that could lead to your death without me anymore. 100%. I'm divorcing you. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, you didn't seem to care whether our kids were actually okay. No. Like, if you're in the hospital and you just got attacked by, if your whole house just burned down, mm-hmm. and someone was like, your husband was here, but he left, I'd be like, what the fuck are <laughs> like, you talking about? He made it all the way to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, I can't be bothered. She was, they were probably just waiting to see him. Yep. You he know doesn't what? even stop in to say hi. Ew. I hate this guy. I just had a second thought. It's that the mother we just established has powers over heat and doesn't feel. So it's extra shitty she didn't go back into the house that was on fire in order to protect <laughs> her kid. That's true. Like, what is <laughs> maybe it's a, Maybe the whole thing was a plot because she didn't like that kid anymore. Yeah. And she wanted to start fresh with just the son. I mean, maybe or, she was raised in China and they're like, you know what? Oh, we geez. don't need the girl. Oh, man. We don't need the girl child. I was going to say, maybe they're like Russian spies and they were given these two kids oh. as as the cover stories they have no real attachment to them which would make sense because they both of the parents seem terrible yeah i want to but it it does it feels like you're right to when you said death witch death wish earlier because the first like like eight minutes of this episode could absolutely be the first eight minutes of a charles bronson movie or the the punisher i was just about to say because i'm watching daredevil season two right now i'm not there yet this is this is basically the punisher storyline if Everyone was, was fine. He was an entrepreneur. Was and his yeah. family was up in the cabin. If, if, every, if everyone <laughs> was fine. Because in The Punisher, he's got two kids. They both die. His wife dies. His wife, he gets and shot. And then he's like, I'm going to become a vigilante. But like this guy is like, oh, my wife and kids are fine. I'm going to become a vigilante. <laughs> Mild smoke inhalation. Yeah. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this guy face off against the Punisher, and the Punisher would be like, "Really? Yeah, really? <laughs> this would be a quick battle." <laughs> Do you think I would be doing this if my family was still alive? I would probably be at home making more cookies with them, or rebuilding our horribly burned down home and memories. You know, it's weird because I'm I'm kept awake every single night by their screams, a thing you don't have to deal with. It's no, funny. but there's this a really annoying, tiny, tiny cough in the back of my head. I just hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I so I, cookies, I, I hate this guy. I hate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is really. I think back thirty years ago, this guy was seen as like like a good father and nope. like a strong man. Yep. Now, I this 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 <laughs> archetype does not hold up at all. Yep. Nope. Please, um, I hope we do get. 
uh, either or both of these writers in to talk about we'll this into it. and explain. Because I'm sure it was probably like, yeah, we 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 thought like, well, let's make a Death Wish type story. And so we did that sort of thing. And it probably wasn't like, yeah, we really feel like that people should go out and, and exact their own <laughs> vengeance uh, because that always works out. Well, well th- this actually, the moral of this t- to me seems to be trust the military. <laughs> in all things. So, except, so all except, the messages are wrong in except this. Except that the military w- are, would have been taken out by this new Cobra device yeah. if he hadn't, with his American uh, ingenuity You're and looking spunk. into it pretty deep, though. I think I, you've already looked into it way deeper than <laughs> anybody had. No, I think, I think it's like, I think the moral is like, the oh, this guy's an asshole vigilante. We're the military and we do what's right. Trust the military. I got a different. To me, the moral of this story is let the angry white man do what he wants at all times. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. Uh, only- let's, let's put a poll up on the page. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. And let people figure out for themselves. <laughs> By the way, I'm sure that the thinking behind making it Lady J to be the one who is like, okay, this guy wants to do this. I think the thinking was probably like, oh, because she's so compassionate. She's very compassionate. Because yeah. she she has compassion. She knows that they it's did a wrong weird thing. Fault. But to only have the woman be the one that's like, okay, I'll take you to do this really unsafe thing because you just questioned my femininity <laughs> is leaves a real bad taste in my I'm mouth. I'm a mother. I've, I've got maternal instincts. Well, I will. She also felt responsible because she is the one that crashed the plane yeah, but by he, throwing a javelin yeah, at if it. If she had fucking used a gun like a normal <laughs> human being, there was a huge ass turret and she was like, no, nah, I don't need to use that. I've got my fucking She threw it like 13 (laughs) football fields in the air. But this guy guilt trips are pretty hard. He does well. Here we go. He infiltrates the Joe base. Flint Uh and Lady J have a fight about this exact Uh thing. And she's Uh like, I feel kind of bad about it. Flint's like, fuck him. And she gets all mad and leaves. Mm -hmm. At which point, uh, Flint, Bill Ratner, our man, is the TV host on the television at the same time, which I really enjoyed. Hold on. Let me see if I got this. (laughs) Yes, you and your dad have won an all expense paid three. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's Flint again right after speaking. They tend to do that to him in these episodes. <laughs> um, yeah. And at which point Lady J sneaks up because Charles sneaks into the control room. He's yeah. already knocked a dude out with yeah. the with the from behind Tomahawk, which we all know instant KO. Uh-huh. They should be using that more in MMA now that I think about it. Yeah. I can be a great ultimate fighter if all I've got to do is hit somebody with one of those chops and they're Definitely. out. Definitely. Uh, and then Lady J kicks him square on the small of the back, yep. destroys his spine, yeah. and then picks him up and agrees with him. Like, oh, you were probably right. <laughs> yeah, he he really like pulls a, a like a manipulative asshole like mind game on her here. Yep, he's straight gaslighting her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if if that were me, I would be like, okay, hold on here, buddy. I pulled your daughter, who your wife clearly didn't give a crap about, out you know, of a fire. Your superhero wife. And it turns out neither of you actually <laughs> give a crap about yeah. any of your kids. Yeah, like I would be like, I'm I'm arresting you. Weirdly enough, your kids are still at the hospital and you guys have carried on with life. No, it's here, a little weird. Here's what she should have done. I was like, yeah, here's a uh, uh, here's a decommissioned Cobra base. Here's the address. Good luck, asshole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, she feels bad because like, she does feel bad about this whole situation. She is accepting the blame that she has no right to be accepting. That's a flaw which in her. Is a wo- but that's which fine. is a female thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, to be fair. Yeah. I understand that psychology a little bit. So I will accept that as given that she feels bad about this house being blown up because it's, you know, like it's it's a legitimate thing. Like maybe if, you, yeah. you know, if you're in uh, Vietnam or something like that and, you know, like you accidentally uh, set off a fire grenade, like burns 
drugs down a village, like you're going to carry that with you. That guilt, yeah. you're going to feel bad. Here's so, yes. the thing: I would feel bad the second he, he the second he uses the line because you're hanging out with your boyfriends back in there. Lounging I would be like, goodbye, sir. Mm-hmm. I would karate kick him to the head. Mm-hmm. Well, break down Lady J's plan really quick. So her plan is to find a decommissioned Cobra base. Yep. Fly him around, drop a couple missiles on it, fly mm-hmm. home, and say we did it, and then be done with him forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's First of all, is this a good plan? Horribly illegal. That's a lot of money that's being wasted. <laughs> yeah, just to solve it's a super poor terribly white illegal. What if, like, you you know of this decommissioned base? Isn't there a very real chance there's a homeless population that's crawled inside at the very least? Yeah, I also on an feel island? like. Why not? You don't know. Maybe someone. Maybe to there's like fair, a castaway there. The way that they just take busloads of homeless people and drop them off and across state lines. Why wouldn't they just drop them off on an island? Wonder if they can't get back. Again. I feel like this is the type of thing that comes up in like when they're when Congress is like looking at spending and they have a lot of the Joes there and they're like, okay, so you spent two billion dollars to bomb a decommissioned base. Did you know it was decommissioned? Yes. Yes, we did. Why did you do it? There was a guy There's that wanted revenge. <laughs> he broke into the base and attacked some of us. Uh, right, stole uh, files, so we <laughs> had to help him. All right, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah, uh, was this man white? hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yes, he was white. <laughs> approved. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't want to be ripping on white guys too much, but they they they've had it easy enough in the last <laughs> I don't know two thousand years or so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, oh, Polly knows the secret. I love Polly. I love that Polly was spying. What a little gossipy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just, I just, I just have in my thoughts here. It's just like, so Gina, what's your opinion of Polly right now? <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love this like high school girl, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 13 year old girl standing around the corner where you yeah. can't see her just listening. Because Polly just got like shot down and is probably feeling pretty low. I know a secret. <laughs> like Polly's probably Polly was probably feeling a little low and then happened to be hovering and was like, oh, who doesn't get to hang out now? <laughs> I'm going to get all of the crackers after this. <laughs> so Actually, I'm trying to figure out what Polly's plan was, because clearly the bird has enough brains to be able to formulate a oh, plan. Yes. He's a human like, being. Yeah. And Polly was all like, I got a secret. And they're like, OK, what is it? I ain't telling you. What the fuck you say you got a secret for then? If you had a secret and you just want to keep it yourself, fucking do that. Shut your ear. Well, no, might've... because he wants to lord it over the humans. Yeah, he needs a moment of the importance, Chan. If he just tells yeah. them, then they don't care about him anymore. But if it becomes a thing, he becomes a person of value. Yeah. Ugh, I just feel like if they zoomed in a little bit on the uh, scene <laughs> where uh, uh, a shipwreck has Polly in his hands, if you just look a little closer, Polly's got just like a little bird bone. I was like, yeah, everybody's looking at me. <laughs> I'm the man now. All y'all in the palm of my, in the in the grip of my palm. Uh, what's his talon? Talon. In the palm of my talons. <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, Lady J is now flying her airplane with Charles in between all this. So sky illegal. Striker race. So illegal. Does he, he, not, he doesn't need any training to nope. ride in this thing? Nope. Uh, he gets, She gets shot down, and I'm just have written down here, Lady J, you regretting this plan yet? This highly illegal, terrible plan? Uh, at first, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Is that Was that like a glitch in the... In yeah, the, uh, I had no idea what it was either. Um, it was a new doomsday device, Chan. Yeah, it was. Mm. Uh, also, I, th- I thought it was, here's a weird bit of uh, uh, lingo that is not used anymore. Yeah. Uh, the dude, she was like, follow my orders. She's like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. So long as I get to push the plunger. I'm like, Jesus Christ. When is the last time we've used that term for something? Even even like uh, <laughs> like 
uh, launching like nuclear missiles or something like you press the button but pushing the plunger is like some old school fucking press your luck shit well Chan- like you have a huge ass button you're like <laughs> i tell you i had a lot of fast food over the weekend and i had to pull the push the plunger early that here's the thing that is not the way he's using it. oh my bad there used to be a thing called a plunger because it was like a huge yeah. ass button it was basically like an upside down uh toilet plunger I took it just as a as a turn of phrase to mean no, like, it is pull yeah push the button saying. yeah but you're saying but, push the or plug. pull the plug yeah yeah no it's it's push the plunger because like I'm saying you know what I'm talking about right yeah, yeah. guys on Urban Dictionary right now is there a sex <laughs> thing for pull the plunger uh, push I'm, the plunger yes. absolutely yeah. can we look that up real quick if, I'll, I'll if it isn't then I'm going to add one. <laughs> push the plunger means to what does it mean? it means push to push the plunger or pull the plunger first thing no, you have push. to do is you have to guilt a chick into doing something she doesn't want to do oh, Ooh, God. I like it right I'm bored because I mean that's right on par uh, yeah I'm not on board with the act but I, <laughs> I'm right on board with the definition of the term. <laughs> push the Porsche around oh no that, I don't know what that is about, I have a general I idea I, I was thinking it's got to have something to do with the balls Oh, I was thinking of the uh, the, the lady the anatomy. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay, hold on. Pushing the Porsche around. Yeah. <laughs> Here are all... When I type in push the... Okay. I get push the Porsche around. Great. Push the razor. Oh. Don't know what that is. Don't, Don't like that. Don't want to know. Push the red button. Okay, that's Great. sort of normal. Push the river. <laughs> uh, that might be a poker term. I think so. Uh, push the snake out the back door. Obviously pooping. <laughs> uh, push the T. Push like the T. Like T-E-E? T-E-A. Oh, push the uh, T would be like a golf thing, or if you have to push your tea time later, right? But this but is that's tea, not it. So it's push your tea time, tea drinky tea later, okay? Time later, uh-huh. uh, push the tempo, sure. Push the walrus, do not know, oh. do not know. Push well, the whip. one time I got drunk in college, sure. I pushed the walrus, uh, and pushed through. So, uh, <laughs> do we want to like hit one of these, like the most uh, odd, odd one? Is there anything, plun- yeah? What's the walrus? Related? Let's look at the walrus, push the walrus. walrus? I mean, it has to be push the walrus. Yes. I mean, here we go, yeah. To exaggerate, to stretch the tooth, to blow out of proportion. Gee, you're pushing the walrus. Oh, push the walrus that was disappointing. <laughs> Guys, let's get back to the but show because nice. Urban Dictionary is letting me down. I'm sure it's a regional thing. I'm sure some... Yeah. Like, nobody it's says that. South Florida Look, if you say that, go on Facebook.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast <laughs> and, and admit to us that we are that this is a real thing and you have once used the phrase, non-ironically, pushing the walrus. I want to know. <sighs> <laughs> so uh, Major Blood, he's going to explore the beach because they've now crashed in the water and uh, Lady J and Charles are kind of going around and Lady J has basically had it with his bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm in charge. Fuck you. Get in the cave. This is when he starts to like respect her as a human being. because yeah. it, Only because of her athletic prowess. But well, it's not just that. It's because she's actually like done with his shit and letting him know. Yeah. In his w- life, I imagine everybody sucks his dick all the time, you know? Sure. This is why you can't humor these guys, people. No. You just got to yell at them. Yeah. Like, wow, I guess you are more than tits in the javelin. <laughs> well, trust you. Oh, I'm alpha, but I recognize the alpha in you. I'll do what you say. He tells her like she's in really good shape or something. Oh, yeah. yeah that was... Oh, so, yeah, obviously. Yeah. She's part of the most highly trained military force yeah. in the nation. Like, oh, hey, you, you do pull-ups? Did you strong. Real strong. Did you like the part where she just like literally just picks up a Cobra dude and basically like flips him over her head? Yeah, she beats the <laughs> shit out of like four at one time, and he's like, hey, you're pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. You sanctimonious fucking... <laughs> you prick doctor. Uh, so uh, we, we, we pull back, and we've now revealed uh, the... Was it the power? Was it the power disruptor, power destroyer. There we go. 
which is a dick cannon. Cobra has made a new dick cannon. Uh, I believe that is the name of Iron Maiden's second album. Is that right? Power Destroyer? No, but or it dick cannon. Like it. Oh, no, actually, it might be Kiss. Uh, Kiss and and Judas Priest and Iron Maiden all formed a uh, supergroup, and their second album was called Power Destroyer. Power Destroyer. I'm yeah. into it. Uh, here's the deal. It is a giant dick cannon. And uh, Lady J has now been taken hostage. Uh, she takes Cobra Commander hostage, I should say. She breaks away because she is Whoa, super no, competent. B- uh, 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 back up because we haven't oh. even covered the tiara yet. Oh, the oh, tiara yeah. happens next. The fucking tiara. Yeah. Like, uh, we don't even we don't know what this thing does. Nope. But it's We've part seen it of before, their, though, right? It was rem- it's reminiscent of yeah. the thing that they put on the family members right. in uh, Captives yes. of Cobra. It looks familiar. But it is also but, distinct. But before we it's get there, oh, they they made it for ladies. Lady J is is brought <laughs> in front be, of what? Uh, so I guess there's a crown. There's also a there corporate crown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the dudes, a scepter. Uh, if you need it, sure. That's uh, yeah. That goes up the butt. <laughs> no, but I thought it was. Thank you. I thought it was cool though that Lady J is put in front of Cobra Commander, and uh-huh. they're just like, and he's like taunting her. Ah, you know, I'm gonna get you. And then she's like, pop, pop, pop. Grabs him. Is like, I'm a knife. you. I'm gonna shoot you. I got Cobra Commander. I'm oh. getting out of here right now. Right. At which bad. point. Magic Doctor Man, yeah, double axe handle, double axe handle, because he's not strong like she is. So he right. one hand won't get it done, mm-hmm. but two, oh, we're doing a demolition mm-hmm. from the 1980s tag team Any, right here. Anybody who's got a double axe handle can take a human being down. That That's is it. the truth. Yeah, Gina. Yeah, we're gonna prove it right, prove it right now. It. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> if you I, need tips, I can show you some old uh, honky tonk man matches. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Greg the Hammer Valentine, I think, was really known for the double axe handle off the second oh, yeah. rope. That was solid. Uh, I saw one uh, this past weekend at WrestleMania, and I was like, it, it was coming off the uh, uh, top turnbuckle onto the floor. I'm like, oh, what's he going to do? What's he going to A double axe handle? Wow, that's uh, a throwback, I guess. Can I, can I just say right Ooh. now? That used to be one of my go-to moves because it was so easy I'm to do. So <laughs> but that I also like throwback bad. 80s stuff. What can you say? Ugh. Tiara interrogation happens, you guys. There we go. I'm sorry. Yep. I jumped they, the gun they, on that. They say to so good. Uh, use any means necessary to make her talk, and my mind immediately went to terrible places. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, Where did it go, Gina? I didn't even follow, follow this thought. You know, like they were gonna like feed her like not good food and stuff like that. Yeah, sure, sure. And that's maybe yeah, like make it like, like really cold in the room because I wouldn't oh, like that. Terrible. It like, was, like like really cold, but then like really hot. And but tell her that's really warm. Like, like it's it. already turned up to seventy five <laughs> degrees. Why are you so cold? <laughs> Something must be wrong. <laughs> we'll give you the whole Jack in the Box value menu. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so uh, Charles shows up and he Charlie. Is, Charlie at this point, excuse me. Yeah, he says, relax, it's me, Charlie. <laughs> well, <laughs> like they're on a first name base now, yeah, they're uh, pals. Well, God, this episode and sucks. he still calls her Lady as if that is her first name. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is he says to Lady J, like, who was that guy with the metal face? And it's like, how does, and nobody, anybody in this universe yeah. not know who Cobra yeah. Commander is at That's this point? Because <sighs> we had, to, remember the one episode where uh, uh, it was the, the Hector Ramirez episode, and Hector Ramirez didn't know who Cobra Commander is. It's like, yeah. he's been on TV interrupting your show like seven times in the last year. Yep. Yeah. You have no concept. It would guys? be, to me, it's like someone being like, who's that Osama bin Laden looking guy? Uh, uh, never heard of him. Uh, yeah, who's this weird dude with a beard talking about 9-11? <laughs> yeah. He's hooked up to a he... dialysis machine. Yeah. Can't place him. Mm. <laughs> Nope. I know we're in this cave in Afghanistan, but like, <laughs> still doesn't ring any bells. No, God, he, he, I feel like I should know him though. <laughs> Seems important. So yeah, and so he's dressed as a Cobra soldier mm-hmm. because yep. he's gotten himself in. He's sure. not wearing a mask or anything, which I think is like everybody else is wearing a, a mask off. but him. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess that's so we dumb kids at home can remember. Oh, he's the okay. Right. right. The weird thing is though, he's like, okay, I got a plan. I'm the white guy. Now you got to listen to me. Uh, he's got the gun on Lady J, and he says, "I'm going to take you to the thing." And they walk in front of everybody, and he takes the prisoner into the ammo stocks. Is that that's not where you take the prisoners? Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh huh? you take them to the brig Look, or the torture room. That's the only two places you take the prisoners, Chan. <laughs> you don't take them where the grenades are. He's used to being told he do- he does a good job when really he only does a mediocre job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're losing a lot of our white male viewers. Yeah, white right guys, now. I'm sorry. You're going to take a beating in this episode. Gina, that's everybody. But, uh, there is no non-white male listener of the show. For the record, I'll say it again. You got, y'all, y'all can take a beating for at this point. <laughs> You're doing okay. You're doing okay out there, guys. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, we find out now Charles is a computer. Charlie is a computer guy. So he's like, I'm a computer guy. I'm going to do some shit. Is the first we've heard about this? I feel yeah. like that should have been brought up earlier. I mean, he's. this is the mid-80s. Uh, computers were a big deal. Yeah, that's and true. If you just said you were in computers, mm-hmm. then people just gave you respect automatically. My my dad was into computers at mm-hmm. that time, and it was like it was like another language. Like, yeah, people yeah. people weren't even sure if they were going to last. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a super high tech thing, almost like what hoverboards are today for a while. People were like, oh, that's kind of a neat thing. It's going away. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is what it is. It's so like they- slap bracelets. Computers were like the slap bracelets of the What's, 80s. Wait, what? Slap bracelets are still around? <laughs> Guys, what am I missing here? Oh, wait. Yeah, that one wrestler chick does give out slap bracelets. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. It's a thing. I'm hoping. Are you, are you still uh, <sighs> tapping away on your uh, 486 computer there? Right? <laughs> you guys want to play Pogs later? <laughs> <laughs> So, so we find out that the, uh, the 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 power destroyer has a manual steering turret. Sure, that's a no. Don't don't look like that's not a thing. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a thing. thing. Chan, can you explain what a manual steering turret uh, is all about? Yeah, when you got a big gun, uh, you know sometimes your computers might break down. Is being the eighties and whatnot. So you have a. You know, you got like a steering wheel on to- on the gun just in case you need to, you know, turn. <laughs> this gun is the size you know. of the space shuttle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have like a picture of a wheel yep. to just crank uh-huh. it. Yeah. How much strength do you need to turn a space station? Well, I mean, that's the that's the worst part because it's not uh, um, it's not an automatic transmission. It's <laughs> manual. It's so. manual. <laughs> It's going to be rough. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be rough. So uh, Char- Charlie's got one grenade left. They've been yeah. blowing out everybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he and Lady Jane's like, throw the grenade into the into the monster gun. Mm-hmm. And he says, this one's for Cobra Commander. At which point she's like, fuck you. Throw it in the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she had just slapped him in the goddamn face yeah. and said, you throw that. Or better yet, I'll throw it. Because you're a dipshit and you're going to miss the enormous fucking hole that it can dunk right down. This into. hole that's, you know, way, 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 way up there. I mean, yeah. J- Lady J can throw a javelin and hit a plane in, in air. Yeah. yeah. She I, got the skills. But here's She's the thing. Got the she skills. knew that he would be a baby about it. She yeah. would yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to destroy something. That's why I came out here. He said I could do stuff. And now you're not even letting me do stuff. And I'm the man. <laughs> she she got that. She knew that. She was knew it. So thankfully, he nails it. And how powerful are these grenades? Because it melts the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Cobra plasma grenades can melt steel into nothing, into air. It's it's completely gone. I just told Chad, you seem less shocked about this than I am. <laughs> I like, mean, that's a thing. No. It's completely I mean, disappeared. It's, no, no. It's the it's the torpedoes into the uh, uh, exhaust port. You're going to blow up the Death Star. That's just how it is. Okay, fair enough. 
I just, but the Death Star, you know, still had pieces of it. <laughs> they didn't melt. Ray, this was the 80s. Okay, <laughs> you know what? Everything melted back then. I take it all back. <laughs> so uh, at this point, Char- Charles, God dang it, Charlie, he's such so fucking stupid. So he breaks the doomsday device. He yep. personally captures the scientist who Hooray. made the doomsday device. Hooray for me. And then he's, if this is still not enough for his revenge plan. This is like, still not enough for the scrapes and bruises his son received. <laughs> for the mild the hands smoke inhalation. <laughs> It's like Cobra Commander got away. I'm not going to let that happen. Let it fucking go already, Charlie. Jesus Christ. I would like, I would like the, the prologue to this episode to be like, and then one week later, Cobra Commander hunted down Charlie and his family and murdered them all. <laughs> no. because He would have let, yeah. let them go if, if he would have just stopped <laughs> trying to see. Now I know your name, Charlie Fairbout. <laughs> but doesn't this, like, everybody over the age of 40 who's, like, was raised in the 1980s, uh, doesn't it feel like this is everyone's dad? That's not enough. That's not enough. We're going to get more. We're going uh, back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Doesn't it feel like every story uh, of that? I have a single mom. Oh, well, you had to bring that up again, Ray. Look, so, now you made Chan cry. <laughs> well, now I'm the jerk, now everybody. He's th- now he's thinking about all the, all the sweet vengeance from his dad that <laughs> well, he missed out Chan, on. here's the deal. Yeah, this is what you missed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the things, all the people that my dad could have conceivably <laughs> tried to murder because of all the awful things that happened to me as a kid. Well, like, I got beat up by a bully. Fuck. You can, like, there are probably senators who would, who would be dead now yeah. because my father would have just tracked mm-hmm. him down and was just like, yeah, no, I'm not just going to go after the kid. I'm going to go after his parents. I'm going to go after everyone his parents voted for, and then I'm going to make sure they're dead oh my just God. to get my revenge. Well, it's a good thing, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. And then we get the final example of Charlie being a freaking idiot because he's got a gun pulled on defenseless Cobra Commander who says, uh, don't shoot me, I'm unarmed. What are you doing? Put the gun down. And as soon as he puts the gun down, Cobra Commander beats the fuck out of as him. As well he should. And then yeah. picks up the gun and goes, I'm going to shoot you because I'm not stupid like you are. And then, like, all of the Joes come in and just let him go. Let and him again, go. I feel like they could have still captured him. I'll tell you right now, had uh, Charles been Latino, Cobra Commander's getting gunned down and so Charles. Here's the thing, because it cuts from like, oh, he's got a gun on on Charlie, and then it cuts to him like climbing into the cockpit of his plane. That was a long... you're telling me that he's not... Like, he didn't turn his back at any point on the Joes for them to be like, tackle him. Well, he kept the gun on him. The gun on I, him the whole I'm time. pretty sure he didn't keep the gun on him the whole time as he's climbing up into a cockpit and then flying away. I'm pretty sure one of them could be like, all right, Cobra Commander, we'll let you get away. And then the second he like turned his back to climb into the cockpit, someone tackles his ass. You would think. But I think there's a certain point with G.I. Joe like etiquette. Once we've agreed you're getting away, mm-hmm. you're getting away. I don't know. We're the good guys. We I don't, don't we know. don't lie. Except all those times we lie. <laughs> yep. Countdown for Zartan. Looking at you right now. I'm going to reset the timer on Zartan's watch so he thinks the bomb's going to blow up. <laughs> Never mind all those times they were breaking the, the etiquette boundaries. Mm-hmm. Here, well, you know, just let him go. Uh, fine. No Cobra Commander, no annual funding. Thank you. <laughs> Was that the line from the uh, Weird Al Yankovic Yoda song? Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, 
don't kill Darth Vader or you'll be unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same deal here. That is exactly the thought was in my head. And that's basically all I've got for this episode right here. Like, I'm sure something not, else not happens, good. but didn't care. Not good. <laughs> it was... I think oh, we... wait. Oh, wait. There was at the end when well, they're, they're at the very end. Oh, when yes. They, the, like the Joes are like, oh, we like, aren't you glad that you like got your vengeance and blah, blah, blah. And now you won't. Now you don't have to seek out vengeance. And he's like, for now. And then he like oh, gets geez. like they are setting him up to be a super sure, villain for now that I hope he comes back in a later episode. As he better come back. Thing I, I was actually thinking this whole time, like, does he come back as another character? I don't think he does. Here's the thing. I would love it if he just does become a cobra. Like, like no, like the Punisher. Oh, geez. And he and like they're like, oh, God, it's this dude again who keeps like trying to kill bad guys, but is messing everything up. And I want someone to be like, oh, what happened to you, you poor man? And him, to, did your family get slaughtered by Cobra Commander? Did did they take away everything you love? No, they're at home. I just still wanted some vengeance for there the smoke was, inhalation. Like they even put in that line there where uh, the wife is like, but we weren't even badly hurt. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, voice of reason. And I like to think that they're going to go home and within three months, this couple will be divorced. Yeah. Oh, gosh, because I, I think so. at some point, like, because if that were me, I would just, I would not let it go. I would just be like, so you thought that was a good idea? No, no. It's not just her. It's him. Because as soon as they get home, he's like, I still got a vendetta. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, here's what's going to happen. Let it I'm go, going, Charlie. I'm going to go, no, I'm going to go undercover. Let it go. I'm going to go undercover with Cobra. I'm going to work my way up the ranks. And then when I become his right hand man, I'm going to fucking stab him into sleep. It's going to take six or seven years, baby. You're just going to have to be here and just figure it out. Charlie, you have a Raise good a, job right now. You're providing the for the family. I'm <laughs> throwing it all away. i got to get vengeance because my daughter has smiled smoke inhalation. You're going to miss your children growing up, Charlie. I don't give a crap. What, what are they going to do? They're going to grow up and know their daddy was a fucking pussy? No. I'm going to do this. I think he probably kills them all in his sleep, in oh their sleep and blames it on Cobra Command. Commander, so that he can justify his bloodlust or like he rigs the house to collapse when he's not there so that mm-hmm. way it's like oh when we rebuilt the house the cobra's damage yeah. caused mm-hmm. it to collapse again now yeah. my family's dead now i can vigilante yeah. this all is, i want to this is one of those stories that ends with the tragedy and they're investigating <laughs> it and they find out at the end that like he was behind all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it was because my children, my children. <laughs> and then they fade to black. I think that was an episode of SVU. <laughs> I think that was like seven episodes of SVU <laughs> for the record. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that's eye for an eye. Sorry if you're white. <laughs> you, 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 took, you took it hard, but you took it well. You took it like a champ, guys. You did good. You, you'll make it. Here's the deal. I'm hoping this is the only episode like this one that we end up having to watch. Yeah. Because uh, uh, this was rough. Uh, th- of all the episodes we've watched, this was not one of my favorites. I think you guys are in agreement here. Boo- oh, my. Boo-earns. Wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't know the um, I, I, I don't know the specific rules of this. Where I don't have to be two adults. But does the mom talking to the daughter about cookies qualify as a I was, oh, I was, that's a good question. I was thinking that. But I was thinking, like, it's not... It, she's talking in general to both kids at once, uh-huh. as opposed to, like, directly and only to the daughter. The daughter talks 
to Lady J and says, I'm sorry about the cookies. You're right. You're they right. have a whole conversation. So oh, good that call. Is a pass. That's like mm. number 10. I do, I do think that technically it does have to be a an adult conversation. It says, uh, but the I'm Bechdel not positive. The Bechdel test says two women. Two women, so. which I, I associate with adults. But Sure. But w- we can call this one a pass. We'll throw you a bone because you, because of your horribly sexist episode, G.I. Joe. <laughs> this well, episode has nothing else to redeem. It's Here we go, guys. 40 <laughs> episodes, 10 Bechdel tests passed. That yeah, puts I, us that's, double the normal amount. I, I was going to say that's that's much better than the actual than the actual statistics on yeah. Bechdel tests. And much test. better than we were expecting. Yeah, and especially coming from this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what? We got something out of it at least, you know. <laughs> Even though one of the writers is a woman. Don't worry so. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Gracious. Well, anyways, guys, come on back uh, next week. We're going to be doing a thing. Gina, you're going to Ireland. That's very exciting. Yeah. It's mentioned. So that, is that a show to plug? That's oh. a show to plug. Uh, anyone who wants to come see me in Ireland, I will be uh, uh, performing drunk in a pub somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to kidnap me and try and <laughs> ransom me off internationally. Just, just like don't do. tell my mom. Like my mom <laughs> swears is going to happen to me. <laughs> In that super unsafe place, Dublin. If your name is Beamish and you live in Dublin, come find Gina this next week. I'm just saying, you got a shot. Oh, man. <laughs> come get me, Beamish. Oh, man. I hope that we have uh, listeners in the UK and Scotland. We do. All around. Do we? We have listeners in the UK, guys. I looked at the charts on that. Hold on. Listeners plural? <laughs> two. We have two okay, listeners in the UK. Good enough. And one in Australia, which is what we've always wanted. Hopefully one or both of them, or maybe even the third one, fly out from Australia, come kidnap Gina. (laughs) And I think my favorite, one guy in Croatia downloaded one of our episodes and never again. Never returned. I don't know what happened with that poor guy. It was probably an accident. What did he think he was downloading? I don't know, but I hope he enjoyed the five seconds he listened to it before he turned it off. He heard my voice and went, no, no, this is not what I want. No, no, no. Delete, delete. Lord. Remove, unsubscribe, five-star review. Uh, he probably thought it was a how-to on how to start your own podcast. Knowing is how-to podcast. <laughs> I will listen to this and know how-to podcast. Gosh, I really want that to be true now. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but cool. So, Chan, any shows coming up? Probably uh, not. I don't think. Wait, do we? Have, I think there's a Doctor Who Live this week. There you go. Uh, yeah. I'm writing for Top nope, Story Weekly week, this, sorry, week, this week. Next so. Week. Now, this upcoming Sunday night after you hear this two days, uh, top story. I might be there. I'll be there, and I might have even written something for it. So uh, if you're not in Dublin hanging out with Gina, come to I.O. West in Hollywood, California, and hang out with me. Not nearly as exciting. I'm sure of it. But uh, until then, uh, guys, hit us up. No, Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Uh, G- at G.I. Joe podcast on Twitter. Go on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It does help. If you, Chan, anything you want to say about that? <laughs> Good, I've beaten it out of you. So you can <laughs> So you can hit us up individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at nine hundred Oh, uh, did you remember to tell him to give us a one star review on <laughs> iTunes? I'm not talking to you right and now. And I'm at Gina Ippy. <laughs> yeah, you don't get your Twitter plug, Chan. Damn it. There goes that half a half a Twitter follower that you might have gotten. So with Gina out of town, we're gonna be doing a bank episode next week, so just get ready for it. I'm just saying, if you like to choose your own adventure books, <laughs> you're probably getting another one. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. To be fair, those get great listeners and great response. Also, so. I might draw some more drawings for it. So oh, my gosh, more, please do. More reason to, mm, to watch drawings. it. There it is. And it might even be written by a very famous uh, children's author, this next one coming up. Mercer Mayer? <laughs> yes. Yes. Somehow. A.A. Milne? A.A. Milne. <laughs> Lewis Carroll? <laughs> I 
don't think it was written Lady by Jane's Adventures Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> The weirdest. Oh, bother, said Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my bottom stuck in a hole again. <laughs> I don't want this moment to end. This is amazing. <laughs> but it will. So uh, catch us back next week, guys. Good night. dear listeners do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends then i have the pod for you i'm philip host of the gaming together a cooperative podcast each week my co-host nave and i break down a cooperative experience in gaming and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us so come play with us on the gaming together podcast so i'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and i'm playing my pokemon and i dropped it in the toilet i remember the game boy just tumbling in the water and I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Boy Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh and I was my god! Like traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's gaming together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners. <laughs>